Am I too late for dry January? I have to admit, I really didn't hear about dry January until it was nearly too late. I was asked to speak on a segment on a local TV show called Coastal Living. I was on as our wellness expert, and the topic was staying sober over the course of January. I guess it seems that after a hard partying holiday season, some people wanted a detox, so they made it kind of this national thing. I must have missed the memo, but that being stated, it may very well be needed. You may have noticed that over the last couple of years, the holiday season no longer is the week or two that surrounds Christmas and then runs into the new year. It basically starts a week before Halloween and it continues hardcore well into college football bowl season. I'm sure the original idea of going dry for January is just to kind of detox as a whole. So when I was asked to speak on this subject, I had to do a little research. In full disclosure, I hadn't partaken. In alcohol? Well, yeah, that. But in dry January, though? No, I hadn't tried that. In fact, I'd never heard of it. As much as it seems to be pretty self-evident, there actually were a couple pretty interesting facts and some ideas that I found quite unique, so I thought I'd share. So here is my synopsis. Take what you want. The only thing I would reiterate is what I tend to preach all the time. It is good to try new things. It is great to experiment with new workouts, new shoes, sleeping in different conditions, cold water immersion, and a variety of things that makes your body change and adapt. So if for no other reason, giving up alcohol for a month, that's a good experiment for you, your body, and your brain. Alcohol is ubiquitous to fun, partying, sport events, and all social aspects in America. It's a part of social life for most of the planet. In fact, I remember years ago when Nikki and I were in India with one of my best friends, it almost seemed odd when we were at social functions, there wasn't alcohol anywhere. You couldn't find it. And that's not really a problem here. Finding alcohol is kind of everywhere. So I think there are probably three reasons why a person would want to run a no-alcohol experiment. Here they are. Number one, the obvious, as a detox. And this was the most immediate reason I would think anyone would try it. Why would you want to do January dry unless it was as a detox? As I mentioned, the holiday seasons have become increasingly longer, and it doesn't take much more than a number staring back at you from the scale or looking at your naked body in the mirror or seeing the level of Tylenol and Advil constantly be getting less and less in your cabinet because during the holiday season you put more crap in your system than any other time and more crap equals more misery there's not much wiggle room for opinion here guys the science is in the holiday season produces more stress than any other time of the year and i don't think all that stress is due to whiny kids gifts travel and expenses a lot of the holiday blues is probably because our body's reaction to the frosted, sugary, glittery cakes and fudgies that we continually put in our mouth. At no other time in your life do you shovel in this much junk food. And alcohol is one of those junkies. New Year's resolutions didn't happen by accident, y'all. People wanted a change after a time frame of debauchery and they were seeking to kick off the new year fresh and clean. And over 75% of Americans make New Year's resolutions that are quickly bombed by the national championship football game. And that's a week later. Kudos to you if you can make it through a month, but then watch out because the Super Bowl is right around the corner. So why not try a detox and just get your body the chance to recover? I think it's a great experiment, but use it as such. Pay attention like an experiment. See how you feel. 
I'm not telling you to make a decision that you have to go sober for life. I'm just telling you to run the experiment and take a fair and unbiased look at the results. If you feel significantly better or you lose that last 10 pounds or you find out you sleep better or you look younger, well, now you have a decision to make because going dry is data that you can use. The second reason for basic health benefits different than detox. Nearly everything I write on this website about diet will tell you I think a gigantic split is coming to the world. The split is going to be between the healthy and the extremely unhealthy. And the majority of the medical expenses and the money made on planet Earth are going to be directed towards the unhealthy with diet being the primary functional indicator. And guys, it doesn't take the future coming. It's already here. It's been like this for decades, but it is unignorable now. I think at this point in 2022, it's fair to say that if you don't have a pretty good grasp of what is healthy or unhealthy, as you're putting in your mouth, you are one, lying to yourself, two, poorly educated and way behind the times, or three, you just don't give a damn. I think a lot of people, other than just for the avoidance of a hangover, are looking for healthier answers because healthier life makes for a happier life. So other than trying to just detox, they are just becoming healthier. The world's becoming more aware of what they put in their body and alcohol has a variety of unhealthy aspects attributed to it, like calories, hangovers, liver function, puke face, and poor food decisions like eating a quadruple Big Mac at two o'clock in the morning. But it also has other ill effects from overindulgence of alcohol, such as slips and falls, driving accidents, making out with a stranger, passing out in a bad neighborhood, waking up in jail, because poor decisions happen when you're hammered. And although I don't want to get into that with this article, these can and do adversely affect your health. There are a large number of people looking for non-alcoholic alternatives for any of the above stated health benefits. Now, the third topic, people looking for a new product or a different kind of buzz. And I think this third reason is the one that was most interesting to me as I dove into research on dry January. There's a whole new host of products that have been growing in popularity over the last five years that were previously available only as like pills and elixirs, and they've now been popularized into drinks. And these are not meant to mimic traditional alcoholic beverages. This isn't like non-alcoholic rum or NA gin or whiskey or the zero-proof beers. These are standalone as their own mixers and sometimes even come in their own can already flavored exactly how you want it. Typically, they're going to contain botanicals and other products, some of which are nootropic and adaptogenic. Now, nootropics are designed to be brain enhancers. The claim is they work, they work with your neurology to allow for optimal brain function or different type of brain function. Even advertising, it's a different kind of buzz. And adaptogens claim to regulate your hormone system like mood and relaxation, etc. What these new products basically are selling you is a new type of buzz, but not the type that ends with a DUI. You drink this product and you get a different sensation in your body, but without the hangover or cognitive dysfunction. In fact, the opposite is what they're shooting for. More calm, more happy. You're alert, but not anxious. You're clever. You're perceptive. Stuff like that. And this to me is quite interesting. I've been following the nootropic and adaptogenic waves over the last few years, and I'm excited about the whole idea. Ever since the book and then the subsequent movie titled Limitless that had Bradley Cooper in it, Americans have been looking for this idea. And although I'm 100% confident that these boozy alternatives are not smart drugs, 
I am interested in what's happening in the industry. I think there is a tremendous upside for some of these products that still allow for a different sensation while holding up in a social setting where drinking is expected with possibilities that include some very practical benefits and no home hangover and I can drive home. Yeah, I'm interested in that kind of stuff. I even ordered cans of a brand called Kin from Austin, Texas immediately because I wanted to try it out myself. I love the idea, but it's not the first time a twist like this has been added to the planet or the food and drink industry. So there is an inherent problem I want you to watch out for that I'm going to briefly touch on. Again, I'm not anti these products. I actually ordered some of them myself. I'm just being practical. Because this industry is already growing at an exponential rate and is about to explode, as is evident with non-alcoholic clubs and bars showing up right next to local pubs and taverns, there's pills and drinks being sold alongside vitamins and supplements even at my local CVS, and non-alcoholic drinks are being offered at your local restaurant, realize that even more so than benefits offered to you, there is a lot of money to be made. Whenever we start talking about industries where hundreds of millions of dollars are being made per year, trust that not everyone creating these products has your best intentions in mind. Because for every proposed benefit-enhancing drink company, there's going to be a company with a priority, make a dollar, sell more. So although, as I stated earlier, I am positive that there is no magical smart drug, I am also quite confident that these new products will be marketed and labeled as such. It's the same way... Red Bull gives you wings. I'm positive that Madison Avenue marketing geniuses are going to spin these products in the same way the Limitless movie used the pill. They're just going to make it a drink now. Compare this to the health supplement industry in the late 1990s. As soon as research started coming out showing there was positive effects with weightlifters when they used increased protein or creatine and you got these additional health benefits, literally a thousand companies were built overnight. Reports were rampant about illegal products and performance-enhancing drugs being mixed into the products in order to create a better following or to show faster results. There was Olympians and professional athletes that would contest that all they did was take their supplements, but yet they were popping positive drug tests. This is going to happen, and it's already happening in the adaptogenic drink category. Because it's unregulated industry that falls basically underneath the supplement and vitamin category, a lot of things, basically anything, can be put into a drink and claimed to be all natural. So here's just an easy example I'm going to use to kind of make the point. I foresee a bit of unscrupulousness being especially true if you're looking for the alternative buzz. Because I'm guessing when you're going out looking for an alternative buzz, you're not talking about illegal drugs. So my criteria for this is you have to be able to take it and drive home legally. Because illegal products are watched, and they're regulated, and they land a company in jail. So I don't think you're going to find many illegal drugs in your drinks that are on the store shelves or in the bars. But what about something simple like caffeine? Because that's really easy to add to any drink, and you can feel the effects of caffeine immediately. So I'm just going to use caffeine as an example here, because anyone that has been to the grocery store or gas station over the last five years has noticed that there's 50 times more caffeinated beverages available than there was just a few years ago. And I think this is the direction that the botanicals and non-alcoholic drinks are going to go. Not all of them, but because some companies want to move products. And many of these companies are going to say the best way we move is to give them additives that you can immediately feel. So this isn't the warning such as like cigarettes are bad from you and stay away from these kind of products. It's more the warning of just pay attention to what you're putting in your body. 
read the labels. Like I said, I'm all about experimenting and I think this is a very neat direction with some huge potential benefits as it gets sorted out. But be careful when you're looking for an alternative that you're not just buying a $9 caffeinated drink that gets you amped up because those already exist at $2 a can. To close, I just want to give a quick take on dry January and three reasons you may want to play around with dry alternatives, sober periods of abstaining, or just healthy reasons to cut alcohol. That's all this was about. As always, I try to share with you some whys that may not be immediately obvious and some new ideas coming down the pipeline that might interest you. Non-alcoholic drinks aren't going away. They are poised to be a billion-dollar business in the next few years as more and more people are looking for new and different.